Trevor, we're clear. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Florida Project, the podcast where Disney fans celebrate Walt Disney World. If you like Disney and you like podcasts, you will probably like The Florida Project. I'm Jason. Across from me is Will. Here to celebrate everything Walt Disney World. All right. And next to Will is Michael. I'm here, too. Excellent. If you'd like to support the show, get access to some awesome bonus content, get some cool real-world stuff, and even chat with us when you're bored at work, become one of our Patreon saints at patreon.com slash podcast. Each week on TFP Extra, we keep the podcast train rolling with more zany fun, the airing of grievances, and a topic that may or may not be Disney-related. So if you're a fan of the nonsense parts of the Florida Project, you will love TFP Extra. Extra. Mm. In addition to TFP Extra, our Patreon saints get access to our ongoing Disney Classics series where we discuss each of Disney's animated classic films. Our next animated Disney classic is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which we will be uh, planning a watch along with the Patreon Saints very soon. That's a good one if you haven't seen it. Scary. I don't. I spoiler. It's been so long since I've seen it all the way through. Man, it's. I'm looking forward to it. It's probably only like 45 minutes too. Yeah, it's really short. Yeah, it's a short one. Yeah. Uh, Patreons who contribute just $5 get the additional shows and an invite to the TFP Slack channel. There you can chat with us, participate in watch-alongs, and engage in fun, freewheeling discussions. It's like a nonstop episode of TFP Extra. Extra. Additional levels and rewards are all on the Patreon site, so sign up at patreon.com slash TFP podcast today and get more of the Florida Project. In this episode, we'll discuss some nonsense and small topics. Michael will give us the old news. Will will take us on a trip down Main Tweet USA, and then we'll ask 10 questions about the latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. All that and more is coming up on this week's episode of The Florida Project. It's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. Small topics. All right. Small topic number one. If you were in an action slash sci-fi slash martial arts movie, which one do you think you'd do best in? You don't have plot armor, but you're not clearly the first person that will die uh, to show the stakes of the movie. So, Does it have to be a movie? No. Cool. I want to be in Cobra Kai. Then. That's the I first think one I'd I do well there. <laughs> really? Because they have people on there who are like that have never done karate and they do okay in their big fights. And there was that fat guy in Karate Kid. He didn't win, but he was in Cobra Kai. So, you know, it was cool. <laughs> I don't know. Hawk might get you. I, no, he's a good guy now, right? If I recall, I don't know. Man, remember that, that show's Spoilers wacky. for. Oh, forget it. <laughs> you you don't even... Cobra Kai. <laughs> Whatever. There's karate. There's karate and it's wacky. Yeah. It's, there's barely any karate, let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, that's ah, a good there's show. a goodly amount of karate. I think I'd do well in Cobra Kai, because I can do a quip, and then I can learn to do karate. 
I mean, I wouldn't do good in that when things get serious. Yeah. You know? Like when, you know, I don't no spoiler, I guess. But there are fights. I'm like, ooh, I'm going out of here on this one. I'll see you guys at the tournament I'll where mediate. we have referees, <laughs> etc. No, thank you. Yeah. Michael? I would probably be someone in the Matrix. Oh, yeah? But I don't want to be woken. You want to stay asleep? Oh, you want to be yeah. like Joey Pants? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Save that for the next question. Oh, okay. What about an agent? You could be an agent. <laughs> Well, no. Oh yeah, if they die, you just, just constantly, right you know, back. put your finger up to your ear, and then you just zoom into the next place. Well, I don't want to lose my humanity. Well, I don't think they ever had any to lose. Right, they're computer programs. Yeah, but so was data. If, I mean, it's not a computer program. <laughs> it was close to a computer program. Yeah, you I think would... he wasn't running a software. <laughs> well, he was. But... Okay, I questions over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> mine was uh, mine was also the Matrix because. They can upload whatever into your brain. So if it's like, oh, I need to know how to, I don't know, do something to survive, they can just zap that right in my brain. That would be so helpful yeah. in life. I mean, boy, I'm not really good at pivot tables. Now I'm a genius. I'm the best at pivot tables. But then you got to do pivot tables all the time. Now you use that as a stepping stone. Can you to do can you more. unload it too? They yeah. never talked about that. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, because you might need the memory for something else. I'm gonna get rid like of like Johnny Mnemonic. I wanted to learn how to yeah. knit one day, but I don't really want to anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at a Rubik's cube. I can get rid of that. I feel like that with that, then you risk everybody knowing every how to do everything, and that you know no one has like a specialized skill. No, you still it's still only the people who are awake be able to do it oh. and who have a crew that can upload stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. The matrix resurrection got a trailer this week and it looks great. Uh, if you got proof that we're in the matrix, would you go red pill or blue pill? And I don't remember which one is which the red pill is you get taken. You find out, you wake up. You wake up and you go to the worst place in the world where you eat sludge yeah. and everything looks like just a big tetanus shot is necessary at all times. But then when you get jacked back into the Matrix, you Seems become so nice. super cool. Yeah. And they get those cool suits and everything yeah. too. Although Neo went for like all leather and everything. I'd go for a nice suit. He was like, fine in the first one. Like Morpheus did. Morpheus had some style when he went in the Matrix. Yeah. Trinity, I, like, I didn't like her choices. No, Again, again, the only one I liked was Morpheus, like style wise, super nineties, yeah, and classy. I think I, you know, I don't, I don't want to steal Michael's answer, but I would go if it is as the Matrix showed us. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the blue pill. In fact, I'd do the deal that Joey Pants was gonna do. <laughs> I don't. I want to be something famous. Yeah, I want to have steak all the time, and I don't want to know anything about that other life anymore. Just yeah. take all that out. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to know about the squids and like what happened to no, humanity. Like, I feel like it's hard to come back from that. Yeah, once you know that. So you're saying free will is? We <laughs> still have free will. In but a, do you in, in a confined in the matrix? Yeah, in a confined <laughs> in environment. A, it's like having free will at, uh, in Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. Right. I mean. <laughs> You can do this or this, or you can leave. Or in real life, there's yeah. stuff you can't do. It's you, like Grand Theft Auto. 
Yeah. It's open world, but you can't go out outside of this thing. They should have it so you can do a reset. He should have put in another <laughs> caveat. Like, I can have a reset button if I feel like it. Purple if I, pill? If I screw something up, oh, <laughs> like yeah. I go to jail, <laughs> you're like, oh, man, forget it. Excuse me, Agent Smith. Can can I get out of here, please? <laughs> yeah, blue blue pill. But me. then you'd have to know about the Matrix. I also don't really love the color red, so I want to take the blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. Um, I would also probably take the blue pill, but because uh, the red pill just seems like a drag. But the the good part about the red pill is you can get Jack back into the Matrix and then be super cool and can do it. Yeah. Like, do magic and stuff. I have another question. So you just have to evade the the web crawlers or whatever. You have to be one of the cool people, though. I mean, there's other people that are yeah. that know about the Matrix that aren't as cool as the stars. Yeah, well, they don't get to go back in. I want to be one of them. If I do it, if I want the red pill, I want to be a, like, you know, on the Nebuchadnezzar or whatever. And I want to be able to go back in and do missions and stuff. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, like. Niobe looked cool. She had a, she she had she was awesome. yeah yeah she had she had good style too I mean yeah. but here's my question and are they gonna still use landlines to get out in I don't this know. new Matrix movie because I'm should excited up, they should update that I think I bet they will I think it's probably a new iteration of the Matrix it seems like there's a lot going on and so they gotta do something or an earlier iteration of the Matrix maybe oh maybe I I watched all three last year again for the first time in years. Because for many years, I didn't want to watch the second and third one again, but I wanted to give it a fresh. And I do like it a little bit more than I used to, but they're still not great. That first one, though, fantastic. But that's how I feel about the Pirates movies, too, for the record. I love the first one. Yeah. And then after that, the second and third, all right, that's a bit much. And the fourth and fifth, I barely remember. All right. Uh, and small topic number three, President Biden announced a vaccine mandate that will cover about 100 million Americans this week. Disney Cruise Line is already requiring vaccinations. Do you think that the parks ever will? Honestly, no. I yeah. don't. I feel like it would be too hard to, I don't know, implement or, I don't know. I feel like there would be too much difficulty with that because. Does it have to show some proof or whatever? Yeah, there's just so many people coming. There's like, you have people planning vacations ahead of time and like, I, I don't know, it just seems like that kind of thing would be a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like the cruise thing, but times like millions just because there's so many more people going to the parks than on a cruise ship. Um, yeah. I feel like they're at some point we're going to hit a critical mass of these types of venues where they're like, somebody's going to make an app that will integrate all the apps. So it's, that's called the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm taking the blue pills. Too, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I do. I'm a big fan of Walt Disney world. Uh, my answer is also no, unless something, always an asterisk, unless something changes. Yeah. If we're in the matrix right now, I want to rewrite. <laughs> I'm telling you, this, new, this new season is garbage. Yeah. Like give me back to the 1999, 98 season. That was a, those were good times. Well, they did say it was the peak of humanity. That's true. <laughs> I'm much happier now. Even, in spite of everything that's going on. Well, that's nice, Michael. So <laughs> Yeah, I am too. You have to have some perspective. But. Yeah, 98 was a good year. <laughs> I graduated high school then. It was nice. It was a good year. I was a junior in college. Yeah. The Matrix came out. <laughs> that was a good movie. That came out in 99. Yeah. Well, okay, fine then. It came out Star like, Wars Episode One of Fan The Phantom Menace. It came out like two months before 
the Phantom, or maybe one month before Man, the Phantom Menace. That was a good summer for movies, though. People didn't know about the Matrix then. Yeah, what is the what Matrix? What is the yeah. Matrix? Wasn't that the website? Wasn't yeah. that a thing? Like, remember websites back then? They were they were not good. Mm-hmm. Under construction, flashing, blinking text. Oh, I remember, <laughs> I even uh, I was a tech at that point, and it took forever to try to download that Star Wars Episode One uh, uh, teaser trailer. But you yeah. had that T one line. Yeah, what us? It was the. Uh, the host. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two days later. Got it, guys. <laughs> yeah. We got it. We got it. And then all the napstering happened and everything, too. Yeah. So anyway, get vaccinated. <laughs> if you haven't been vaccinated, now's the time. Yeah. Get vaxxed. And that's it for small topics. Thanks, Jason, for following the white rabbit and giving us those small topics. I know Kung Fu. News. So here are three news items to discuss this week about Walt Disney World. Yes, Michael, I know. Number one, I re-up my annual pass. I know you have it on there. Like, this is the whole topic. I appreciate it. I'm back, everybody. It's great. Finally, does it feel feel different? No, because no. I haven't activated it. So <laughs> you were about to get booted off the podcast. <laughs> Frankly, we had a we had a podcast was meeting. There, there a meeting? Yeah. Yep. You have to be vaccinated and be an annual pass holder. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> but related to your annual pass, our first news item is that Walt Disney World annual passes are once again available for purchase. So yesterday, as we record, Walt Disney World once again began selling annual passes after being unavailable for purchase since the start of the pandemic in March of 2020. However, existing pass holders were able to renew their annual passes. At the same time, Disney announced four new annual pass tiers to replace the previous lineup of annual passes. And according to Disney, quote, offering the flexibility and choice to meet guest needs, each design based on pass holder feedback, end quote. The biggest change is that Disney is making use of the park reservation system to offer between three and five reservations depending on the tier of your pass. This is expected as Disney has said the park reservation system is here to stick around until further notice. We'll let you know. Never. The four passes are the Disney Pixie Dust Pass for $3.99, the Disney Pirate Pass for $6.99, the Disney Sorcerer Pass for $8.99, and the Disney Incredit Pass for $1,200. I don't mean to be a negative person. But the Incredible Pass, I love the Incredibles. That's a terrible name for this pass. <laughs> I don't like it. I I bought it, but I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you never need to use the name, at least. But like, it's on there. When you look at my name now on here, oh, it says like, Incredible. You guys show up as your old, your your classic passes, <laughs> um, and I'm get, the Incredible Pass. I'm like, oh, okay, it doesn't look terrible there compared to your old names. What about the Avenger Pass? <laughs> It's like Avengers. I don't know, I get it. The Sorcerer Pass is the only one that I think sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like that one the best. The Infinity Pass. But I also only had one option, too. It's as a snap. A... Oh, there you go. See? <laughs> what are they doing? What are we doing here, Disney? Take a note. Well, only the top price Disney and Credit Pass has no blackout dates. Excuse and... me, Infinity Pass. Snap. Oh. Only the top price Disney, as we're going to call it, Infinity Pass, has no blackout dates. It's a snap. You have to say it with it. <laughs> oh, I have to say the whole thing? Yep. <laughs> Iridescent. <laughs> if I have to do that. I don't understand. Oh, because of Avengers. Yeah. Infinity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Infinity like, what is this Welcome snap? back, Michael. <laughs> All right. You guys are throwing me off. Let me find my spot. <laughs> Only the top-priced Disney Incredit Pass has no blackout dates and is the only one available to anyone, including non-Florida residents and non-DVC members. The rest have differing blackout dates and are available only to Florida residents. 
All passes will include theme park parking, but not include any photo pass services. Water park and sports and Disney photo pass download add-ons will be cost $99 each. Current pass holders will continue to use existing annual passes, and when it is time for you to renew, you'll be able to renew into one of the new passes at a discounted renewal price. So, what do you get with these annual passes? Let's take a deeper look. With Disney's Pixie Dust Pass, you can visit one or more Walt Disney World theme parks on most weekdays with an advanced park reservation subject to the blackout dates, including peak and holiday periods. And their blackout dates are every weekend, one week in March, two weeks in April, one week in November, which would be around Thanksgiving, and two weeks in December, which would be around Christmas. You can hold up to three park reservations at a time, and it's only available to Florida residents for $3.99. So that's their lowest tier. One step up from that is the Disney Pirate Pass. You can visit one or more Walt Disney World theme parks on most days with an advanced park reservation, also subject to blackout dates, including peak and holiday periods. And their blackout dates are a couple dates in both January and February, a week in both March and April, a couple days in May, a couple days in July, a handful of dates in October, a week in November around Thanksgiving, and two weeks in December around Christmas. So it's a weird, like, smattering. I guess it's based on, you know, crowds, yeah, historically stuff. But it's it's interesting that there are not a lot of large blocks of blackout dates. They're like a day here, a day here, a week here, or a weekend here. Um, so it's different than before where like some of the past is like no summer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I guess maybe people are shifting around and not, yeah. not as many going in summer. So the Pirate Pass also gives uh, you the ability to hold up to four park reservations at a time and it is also only available to Florida residents at $6.99. Next up is the perfectly named Disney Sorcerer Pass. Here you can visit one or more Disney World theme parks on even more days with advanced park reservation also subject to blackout dates. And these are just a half week in November for Thanksgiving and two weeks in December for Christmas. Hmm. Uh, You can hold up to five park reservations at a time, and they're only available to Florida residents and uh, Disney Vacation Club members at $8.99. And then you come to the Disney and Credit Pass. Hey, that's me. Where you can visit one or more Walt Disney World theme parks on any day with an advanced park reservation, no blackout dates. Yeah. And you can hold up to five park reservations at a single time. Heck yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. So many. So many. And you can get even more probably if you're staying on property. Yes, you can. They don't count against your... uh, Mm -hmm. I've already Mm -hmm. come across that. So if you book, let's say, for instance, if you book 90 days worth of hotel room (laughs) stays throughout the year, you could have 90 park passes plus five additional ones. At any time. At any time. So that's just one example. Another example would be if you booked 30 days yeah. of hotel reservations, yeah. you could also have five days. But, it, but that's really the same thing. Which would make it 35. Yeah. Now, here's one. I okay. don't think there's any confusion. Here's <laughs> one that you may... <laughs> no, no, let him finish. Okay. Let's say you want to go... I want to go for um, race weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars or whatever's replacing Star Springtime Wars. Springtime surprise. Yeah, springtime <laughs> surprise. And you're going to stay on property for three days. Yeah. You could book three days worth of park passes mm-hmm. and then five more days on top of that. So that's eight. That's eight. Yeah. Does everybody get it? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm good. All right. One more. <laughs> no, I think we're good. I think we're good. 
Well, also, planning will be easier with enhancements to the reservation system, uh-huh. including a new integrated calendar that lets pass holders quickly see blackout dates for each pass type, view available days, and make, modify, or cancel a reservation all in one place. So That's nice. It, I know, it's fun, funny you say that. It, it's broken right now. Because <laughs> I was trying to go to the reservation site. It did say it was that link is not working. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just spinning. But, correct, Michael. They're what? not the best at... at- it's Friday night. At V1 technology. Don't be making your reservations apps. on Friday night at 8 o'clock either. Yeah. yeah. It's probably just they just launched it. So, But they're I did. a real agile shop. They <laughs> <Yes>. iterate <laughs> a lot. On the new one, though, which is fine with the Incredit Pass, I was able to see, uh, and you'll talk about this in, in no detail in a minute, so I'll go ahead and mention it, my little extra days that don't count against my five reservations. Yeah. Because there was one for Sunday that has a little star on the calendar. It does not count against your five. I know that. How does that hurt your math a little bit? So. Mm-hmm. So you have one day booked. And it wouldn't, I would still have five. That's all. Re- that's a- but they decide. It's a special surprise. So a a low day for if we're Florida residents, this would be the day you'd be like, oh, we'll just run over there. Like it's not going to count against our reservations or whatever. Ah, so that's one of their surprises. So then taking the examples again. No, I don't think we need to do all of them again. (laughs) If there were, if you had thirty days worth of hotel stays, oh, we got Lumiere on the screen. Something's taking too long. (laughs) So he's it's not our guest, but it was pretty cool. I mean, um. Yeah, they also do things like uh, when we had our, like we have our Ratatouille preview reservation. We have a we didn't have to make a park reservation for that, mm-hmm. but one just showed up in our um, account. Oh, that's nice. Um, oh, that's nice. And does not count against our yeah, you know, whatever number we have. Yeah, it's really like oh, here a, we go. It's back up now. I don't think they're <laughs> oh, okay. controlling capacity except for maybe on you know Fourth of July or New Year's. Yeah, it's really just Dang. so that they know who's who's coming when and where they're going, so they can. Now, now stitches on the page. Have magic Uh-oh, parades someone ate and stuff. It. Well, passes will continue to offer benefits, including the park hopper option, standard theme park parking, and discounts on merchandise and dining. And as Will mentioned, there will be a few special surprises throughout the 50th anniversary celebration. Florida residents will continue to have a monthly payment plan with an initial down payment, depending on the pass. Also, there are some extra perks for existing pass holders. Silver, gold, platinum, and platinum plus annual pass holders will be able to hold more Disney Park pass reservations at a time. Platinum plus, platinum, and gold will be able to have five reservations held at a time, and silver up to four reservations at a time. That's that's up from the three that we had prior to the other day. Yeah. The reservations haven't been a problem. I'm glad that they're making it easier to get to them because it it is kind of like a... It's it's hard to find how to make a reservation. Not now. The f- well, originally. Oh yeah, yeah. They have you been to the revamped one since they uh, put it back up? No, but it, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad that they've revamped it and made it easier to. Though it is a lot nicer to now, navigate. and it's also easier to go through the months. Like I'm going through, and there's literally two days in the foreseeable future that not all parks are available. Yeah, October first and October second. Yeah. Something's going on those two days. I don't really know what's going on. But the only, and again, the only stars I told you about where they don't count against your uh, bonus, they're called a bonus reservation. Certain parks can be reserved on this day and it will not count towards your allotted number of reservations. So on September 11th and September 14th, I can make a reservation. Let's, let's just see on the 14th. Eligible parks or bonus. Okay. Bonus reservation is Epcot on the 14th and it won't count against you. Okay, so they t- they tell you which parks and which dates are bonus. On sa- Saturday, September 11th, Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom can be your bonus reservation. Nice. 
So I like that. From what I see, it looks like they may do it monthly. Um, yeah. Because nothing else is showing up with these stars. So I don't know. Well, that's fun. I mean, it's not like you can't get a reservation anyway, it seems like. Um, Remains to be seen. But it's cool to have like these little special special things to see on the calendar. Speaking of the calendar, we're on the cusp of the 50th anniversary, and Walt Disney World is in the home stretch of their decorating for the 50th anniversary. With only a couple weeks to go before the official 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, the last stages of decorations are going up across the resort. First up, the Disney Skyliner has received a 50th anniversary wrap on some of the gondolas. Gondolas? Gondolas. Huh. Gondolas. They say 50th anniversary. Yeah, I saw they, they have nice. like the the. Are they an iridescent? They look iridescent, but I haven't seen it in person. Uh, guests arriving at the Magic Kingdom are now greeted with a brand new 50th anniversary banner in front of the train station at the main entrance that also looked iridescent. Frontierland at the Magic Kingdom now has some new raised sections of the boardwalk along the storefront to provide better parade viewing. Note that parades aren't currently happening, but hopefully this is a sign <laughs> they will be turning soon. So they've been replacing like all the boardwalks in Frontierland with like new wood and stuff. And at the same time, there's like these sections that kind of are like a level higher, like a step up. So it'll be good for like kids and stuff. Like you could stand on there to see the parade. Yeah. Or, you know, adults that push the kids out of the way. They want the the pictures for their blogs and stuff. Absolutely. The entrance of Adventureland has been updated. So it has like a new sign. I think it's like it's all the same stuff. They just like refreshed it all. Yeah. So everything looks and that and that egg clean. roll cart, is it still there? Oh, I don't know. I don't like it being there for the record. It used to be over the by the treehouse. Yeah, it used to be next to the treehouse over on that side. But it, it doesn't look it doesn't look right right there. It looks kind of meh sitting there, in my opinion. The large clock on Main Street USA is returned and now features a golden makeover. Mm. The first set of the Disney Fab Five golden character sculptures have begun appearing with Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Pluto, Goofy, and Chip and Dale installed in the hub at the Magic Kingdom. And the rest of the characters, which will be installed in all four theme parks, are over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, you have Timon and Pumbaa, Nemo and Dory, Simba, Bambi, and Thumper. At Hollywood Studios, you have Edna Mode, Joe Gardner, Bo Peep and Woody, R2-D2, BB-8, Flounder and Sebastian, and Frozone. At Epcot, you have Dante, Figment, Olaf and Bruni, Rocket and Groot, Miguel, Hey Hey, and Pua. Who's Bruni? Bruni is that little fire lizard thing from Frozen 2. Ah, gotcha. I forgot that. At Magic Kingdom, you have Lumiere and Cogsworth, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, Cheshire Cat, Mad Hatter, Orange Bird, Dumbo and Timothy, Stitch, Abu, Gus and Jock, Pinocchio, Tinkerbell, and Lady and the Tramp, as well as the the ones that I already mentioned, like Mickey, Minnie, and all that. No one from Oliver and Company. No, I didn't see any from Oliver and Company. It's a shame. Or uh, the Black Hole. No, no black hole. They yeah. really should sell these things. If they sold Christmas ornaments of these, we would have a fourth tree in I think, this house. I, th- I got a feeling. They better. Tonight's yeah, going to we'll be find out. Uh, not really 50th anniversary related, but Big Top Souvenirs has reopened in the Storybook Circus at the Magic Kingdom. One change, though, it is now mostly sweet treats and hardly any merchandise. There are some generously spaced tables and chairs where the merchandise carts used to be. Hmm. So now it's like a, if you want to go and take a rest in the air conditioning and have a snack. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. You can go in the tent. Hey, what what were the uh, the non-masked areas called? Relaxation. Relaxation stations, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was especially nice when you had it all to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we had one at Epcot and there was like no one there. So it was just... Took, it was a lovely break. Yeah. Yeah, they probably also... I'm going to guess COVID is... Like, 
They don't need to, they don't need to fill another store with merchandise. They need to have that merchandise to make the other stores look full. <laughs> well, you also got all these new uh, ornaments. They haven't even put out most of the 50th stuff yet. Yeah. Like, so I guarantee you they'll be having a lot, a lot of the golden statue stuff. They better. If you want it, they got it. You know what we all want? What's that? Is to go to space. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of space, we can finally say that the Space 220 restaurant at Epcot now has an opening date. And it's just in a few days. So we have been talking about the Space 220 restaurant for years, and now it is one step closer to actually opening. We have an actual opening date. Space 220 will open on September 20th, 2021, and will feature a two-course prefix menu for lunch and a three-course prefix menu for dinner created by executive chef Mark Kuske. Kush? Kus? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Mark. Yeah. Executive I call chef him Mark. Mark K. Yeah. Mark with a C. Mark. Space. I know a Mark with a C. Nice guy. Well, Space 220 is located adjacent to the mission space and on the right hand of that pavilion. So... Hopefully they'll open up reservations soon because currently they're not open. But maybe yeah. by the time you hear this, they'll be open because I want to make a reservation. I do too. I'm putting Space 220 in the same category as the new Bond movie and Venom. <laughs> the more I hear about it, the less I want to go to it. Michael, oh. I will go with you for right, dinner. Good. I'll go with you. No, but you, I just don't no, no, no now you can't go. You can wait in the relaxation station while I'm in space. But I want to go no, to the space. relaxation <laughs> stations are closed, Michael. You'd have to go back in time. All right, you can go where the relaxing station was because it's kind of right near Mission Space. <laughs> and that is it for news. That was some good news, Michael. Tweet. Who's ready for another Christmas party? I am. Too bad. You got to go to Disneyland to do it. Oh, I'll totally go to Disneyland. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so let's go over to the West Coast on Main Tweet USA. As Disneyland has announced their newest holiday event, Disney Marius Nights. N-I-T-E-S, which I don't really approve of the spelling. You know, but yeah, why is it spelled that way? I don't know. Maybe a West Coast thing. You know, you know the Californians. You they know they put are. avocado on it? Yeah. Okay. So this is from the Disney Parks blog uh, today, I believe. Are you looking forward to immersing yourself in the holiday season this year? Yeah. Look no further because Magic is here with holidays at the Disneyland Resort. And this year we've added a new separate ticket, limited capacity offering, Disney Marius Nights. Since Mickey Mouse adores the holidays and celebrating with friends, he's invited some of them to help host six themed parties in uh six theme parties in one throughout Disneyland Park. You can join Mickey Mouse and his friends on one of five select nights during November and December with the purchase of a ticket. Doesn't that sound great, Michael? It does. Only five nights? Yeah, no, crazy. Oh, maybe that's why it's spelled with a T, because that way there's five letters. Oh, well, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> As the host of the party, Mickey Mouse will welcome you to the party on Main Street USA with Victorian flair, which sounds kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say that. Uh, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, and their friends join in on the fun traveling in a special coach with Christmas Carol sing-alongs. So that's fun. Um, and they'll have Muppet antics and a few chickens. Yes. So <laughs> over in New Orleans Square, Princess Tiana plans to ring in Noel with guests at her Bayou-inspired celebration. In Frontierland, Miguel from the Disney and Pixar film Coco will be wishing everyone Feliz Navidad while you kick up your heels during a jolly dance-filled fiesta. Three more character-hosted holiday parties await you with a 
Tropical party hosted by Lilo and Stitch in Adventureland, a wintertime celebration with Elsa in Fantasyland, and Buzz Lightyear taking the holidays to new heights over in Tomorrowland. Your friends and family will enjoy enhanced entertainment such as themed photo backdrops and character sightings and themed specialty food and beverage offerings within the event. Attendance at the separately ticketed holiday event of offers you limited capacity, after-hours access to Disneyland Park attractions, asterisk, and entertainment. <laughs> uh, the asterisk is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Mickey's Toontown, and Critter Country will not be accessible during the party. So okay. that kind of stinks. Um Select attractions will be available, including the Seasonal Transformations, It's a Small World Holiday, and Haunted Mansion Holiday, along with a special viewing of a Christmas Fantasy Parade. So they got a parade. Oh, nice. With Also, you get unlimited Disney PhotoPass digital downloads from the night. You may want to wear your favorite holiday attire. Disney Marius Night tickets will be sold for events on November 11th, 16th, 30th, December 7th, and 9th. Tickets will be available for purchase start, uh, beginning September 14th, no earlier than 9 a.m., which I think is funny that they actually had to put that out there. I don't know. I've never seen that before. Yeah, I want to get one for November 16th for my birthday. Okay. Uh, for event highlights and additional details, you know where to go. Go to the Disneyland website. Um, <laughs> general admission tickets start at $165 per person, and you can get in starting at 5 o'clock like uh, the other parties. So that's it. That's expensive. It is expensive. So they clearly hate the fans. Wait, what time can you get in? Five o'clock. Oh, well, that's good. And you don't have to have a park reservation or uh, other theme park admission. What time does it close? TBD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's late. I don't know. It didn't say. They're not usually open super late, but I don't know if they'll If it did say, I didn't put it in the notes. But this was new information today, too. Yeah, my this sounds great. My only concern is the Lilo and Stitch party in Adventureland because... Where are they going to put that? It's already like a bottleneck. Well, it is they low can capacity. put it in the toilet because that's what Lilo. Oh yeah, and find are. a toilet in Disneyland, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, they can throw it in that river, Streets of America. That's true. I guess with like lower um, limited capacity, then eventually it won't be such a bottleneck. This is why Disney World is better and will always be better. Ample bathrooms. But I still want to get to Disneyland. Oh, I do too. I don't. I'm not super super interested in this party, but I think it's kind of cool. Um, I love that they're still trying to do everything they can without actual character interactions. Right. Um, and the Muppet little mini parade for Muppet Christmas Carol is kind of cool. Yeah. I, w- I will watch a YouTube video of that. <laughs> so there we go. And that's it for Main Tweet USA. Thanks, Will. That was a festive trip down Main Tweet USA. Today's topic is 10 questions about Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh. Oh, wait. No, I did. Never okay. mind. Yeah. My first trip back to the theater, everybody. Oh, what'd you think? It was good. Yeah. There were more people in there than I thought there were, actually. Oh, yeah? The popcorn was quite good. And there were still a lot of people wearing masks. So I thought that was nice. Wait, yeah. what does that mean? What? There are more people in there than I thought there, w- so, there was. So, when we... 
you know, you got we got in there at the appropriate time, like right before the the trailer started, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you know, the, so the lights were still on, and there were there may have been 10, 15 people in there. But when we were leaving, oh. it seemed like almost a full yeah. theater walking out. I'm like, where were where did all these people come in? I guess I was engrossed in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. You know that moon one. I haven't. Yeah, that's gonna be terrible. <laughs> to the moon is that what moon, it's called? Moon fall. Moonfall. 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 Yeah, because it's not Skyfall. Let moonfall. The moonfall. They should do that. They should absolutely do that. Um, yeah, Michael and I went and saw it for the second time last night. There were a lot less people in the theater yes. yeah. that we went to last night, but it's very good. It had less of a drop off than Black Widow did. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. I don't know. Well, I think the other, th- the big theater was still pretty full. Yeah, I didn't see it in the Dolby. Yeah, it was full. Um, all right, so from here on out, there are spoilers about uh, Shang-Chi, um, little WandaVision, little... Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Matrix. Uh, maybe some other stuff. So anything that Shang-Chi and before in the MCU... <laughs> like anything you haven't seen that we have may get spoiled. Yeah. Just... All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Yes. Question number one. Shang-Chi was the first origin movie we've seen since Doctor Strange. Did it feel formulaic or fresh? Wow, that's, I didn't realize it had been so long was since the last one? origin movie. I think so. Because they didn't do one. Because do, a big complaint about Doctor Strange was that it was, well, I guess Captain Marvel. That's what I was thinking. Sort but, of. I mean, she just kind of already was powered at the yeah. beginning. Because, like, like Spider-Man... Was his early days, but it was not an origin origin story either. Yeah. 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 So we'll go with Dr. Strange because I don't think Captain Marvel counts. He just remembered who she was. Well, you got to see her get her powers. You got to see her get her new colored suit. Well, you saw her when she was exposed to the radiation. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right. But so anyway, anyway, yeah. (laughs) Fresh or uh, super fresh or formulaic. Yeah. I think both. Yeah, we were talking about this last night, and I felt like it was like it definitely followed the origin story formula, but I think they've done some tweaking to it and they put in enough extra stuff and world building stuff, and then also connections to other parts of the MCU that I think it worked and it felt it felt more like a fresh take. Yeah. Than before. And I think like some of the older origin stories, like they didn't, they couldn't connect to other things in the MCU because the MCU hadn't been, hadn't existed yet. But this one, they can be like, oh, there was the blip. And like God, they can reference, not shut up about that blip. Yeah. You know? Like <laughs> they can reference the blip and people, and you know, it, it automatically connects this story to the MCU. I hope in the next Spider Man movie when we have, you know, like, like annoying teenagers again. Shut up about the blip. We've we've done it. We God. get it. Uh, but yeah, I I think it's both. I think it's super fresh uh, until it gets pretty formulaic, and this is going to be something I'll talk about again at some point uh, near the end. Uh, I think it gets pretty formulaic at the end. Will hates dragons. I don't love dragons. I guess. <laughs> well, save it for question. Which is eight. not true. That <laughs> no. is not true. You're putting words in my mouth, Michael. I am. I, I love the last dragon <laughs> with Raya. Oh, I liked um, that it was. They did the origin story both linear, linearly and non-linearly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I can't say that, but like you got backstory 
in flashback form, as well as the present day storyline where Shang Chi is becoming, you know, what he becomes. He's leveling up. Yeah. So it's, yeah. so instead of it being like getting all the history beforehand, and then you finally meet, you know, grown up Shang Chi, they kind of intersperse it throughout the movie, like when it's more emotionally relevant. And I really like that, and I couldn't remember offhand if they've done that before. Yeah. Um, except possibly Captain Marvel, but I thought this was done better because there was more backstory to share. All right. Uh, question two. I actually noticed the music in Shang-Chi in a good way, and I'm wondering what the scorekeepers boys <laughs> think of it. Uh-oh. You didn't notice it? Not really. Um, it was fine, but nothing really stood out to me all that much. So- it did for a while. And then again, that movie kind of got formulaic to me. Like uh, for the last act, I'm just, it seemed very just regular Marvel y. And I don't even know who did the score. Have you uh, looked it up? Joel West. Oh, I don't know him. Yeah, Do I don't either. No. Yeah. Hmm. They did a, it, it started off when they were in San Francisco. It was very kind of Black Panther, Kendrick Lamar yeah, I did notice that. Um, that kind of fusion and, and really kind of the same as uh, like some of the Madripoor music i think mm. oh good pull um but then i did also notice that the score had some traditional chinese like i don't know if you call them themes or but definitely instruments and like stuff that you could recognize as chinese and i thought that was pretty cool yeah the different tone the different they use different scales like yeah, like that than western music yeah mm-hmm. but it happened um i really like the score but it changed when they entered tallo yes like, yeah um, Absolutely, it became more traditional. Yeah, but that's when I thought it wasn't quite as good. Oh, that's, I thought it was more like symphonic. Yeah, it just I liked it again. I liked this movie a lot before it got Marvelly. Well, doesn't like dragon music. I I don't like <laughs> dragon music. You know when when Daenerys Targaryen came out anytime. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. She had a dragon, but like yeah, yeah I don't yeah. Maybe I don't like dragons because when I said I liked the dragon and Raya in the last dragon, I didn't really like that dragon. You like Raya? Yeah. I like Raya. <laughs> I'm starting. Man, I don't. Maybe Do you I hate Aquafina. No, I like Aquafina. Okay, good. She wasn't a dragon. Yes, she was. She was the last. She was. The, she was Raya. Yeah, but she was also. You or know. she was the last dragon. Yeah, she was a strong swimmer, like but, the dra- but, like the great protector. But dragon. I liked her more in this one. Has not a dragon. This movie has not a dragon. All right, you prefer your Aquafina non dragon form. I apparently do. Um, right. And I'm. Uh, I yeah. I I'm just trying to look up this Joel West guy, but I don't. It's not easily. What about the never ending story? Oh, I don't really. Like, that dragon dog was. <laughs> I didn't like that dragon dog. <laughs> I don't like dragons. That's, huh? Well, I have a dragon tattoo on my back. Yeah, I don't like it. <gasps> How dare you? It's not great. You know it. Ah, it's great. Yeah, is it great or is it okay? I love it. You it's don't the see best it. Best dragon tattoo. We ever. all see it more than you do. That's true. All right, the fight choreography in Shang Chi was probably some of the best we've seen so far in the MCU. Were there any moments or fights that stood out to you? The one that stood out to me. So I liked it. I like all the fighting like mm-hmm. it was really interesting to watch but the one that stood out to me the most um both times was the one on the side of the building mm-hmm. um, oh yeah mm-hmm. because we've seen fights on the sides of buildings but there's something about this one like with the scaffolding and the fact that the building was reflecting out the whole time and you weren't seeing the camera so like there was like it was just like a cool effect oh yeah because you would see the city in the behind i don't know it's hard to explain but like you're looking at the building but you're seeing 
the nighttime sky and the city reflected back at you, and then they're fighting in front of it. Um, and so you see their reflection too, but there's no like camera in the way sort of thing. So yeah. it's obviously been augmented somehow. But I really liked it because it was it was exciting and thrilling and like um it wasn't too fast. Like sometimes martial arts can be so fast that you you just can't see what's happening. Yeah. And, or sometimes really close up too, like the yeah. uh the Dark Knight trilogy, like it, the camera was so close to the fighting you couldn't really yeah you just see yeah. you just see movement but you don't know like yeah who's hitting who that is another thing that that actually reminds me of, like again another reason i wasn't the biggest fan of dark knight rises is there was that last big scene where all the f- cops are fighting each other uh, fighting the bad guys in the street and you're seeing everything for the first time like well this doesn't seem like the rest of this movie <laughs> yeah like i don't and it's in daylight what are we doing here yeah <laughs> you know like i don't know in my opinion, this is where this movie shined the most. And that was my favorite fight scene, too, was on the side of the building. Like, swinging around on the, um, the what are those called? Like, um, bamboo scaffolding. Yeah, sca- bamboo. That was even cooler, you know, because like, it had some give to it and everything. Yeah. Um, it it was very martial arts movie, which I've never been. I, I'm, they're all, I, I like these movies. They're never my jam, you know. But I really, really like this. I thought it was really cool. And it con- when it continued inside, when Shang-Chi was fighting... Um, I don't know the character death dealer death dealer um that was a really cool fight because it was kind of like uh you could see the whole thing like it was just the two of them fighting um and there was like bright lights behind them and you just saw like i don't know it wasn't up close it was like you were seeing this whole fight and it was going like super fast but it was like you could tell what was happening and it was really cool looking yeah yeah i like it when they when there's good lighting on things like Like, uh, one of the things I think was the most, spoilers for Signs, one of the (laughs) things that I think was the most shocking thing about Signs was the first time they showed the alien, it was full view, bright daylight. (laughs) Like, whoa! And then when you go back and watch it again, you can see it standing on top of the barn and it's very chilling. Yeah, it is chilling. One thing that I really like movie suffers in the third act. (laughs) uh, One thing that I really liked, and probably my favorite... um, I don't, it's not a whole fight, but um, the uh, uh, sister Shaolin, um, that I've always loved that rope daggery mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah. Like, I think that's the coolest weapon ever. Yeah. And it was cool when uh, uh, Gogo. Inspector Gadget? No. <laughs> Gogo Squeeze? something from uh, Kill Bill. Oh, she yeah. used it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Um, Hers had a big mace on the end of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I think that thing is so cool and it's like it's terrifying. Oh, back yeah. to the um, scaffolding thing. That was also scary for me. Like, yeah. Because like, you felt like it didn't you seem were going to fall over. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't seem like yeah. fake. And then when uh, Katie fell off and like she was falling, I was like, did they just kill her? Because <laughs> <laughs> it did like the slow mo fall. Where she's like yeah. screaming and reaching up. But yeah. Obviously, she doesn't die there. But like, I was like, wow. Now, another that. another fight I did enjoy, which I, and normally in the martial arts movies, I'm not a huge fan of because there's no stakes in it or anything, was the fight in the garden between uh, Shang The Crouching mother. Tiger Hidden Yeah, dragon. that was just really cool. Because oh, yeah. yeah. it beautiful. also didn't last forever either, which some of these movies, I go a little long on, yeah. on the, all these fights. And the you f- could see like their sexual tension increasing. Like it started as a fight, but then it became like a love dance. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the dance fight. And then uh, at the end when... Um, uh, Shang-Chi is fighting his father. There, 
there are some of the same moves and shots. Yeah, the camera like, moves to the same. Oh, like yeah, the I, no, yeah. I do recall that. Yep, I'll, I uh, like that. One thing I noticed. <laughs> um, one thing I noticed from uh, on our second watch was, uh, you know, the ten rings when uh, Shang Chi gets them and they turn orange. Mm. Yeah. Like good guy. Yeah. Orange. Yeah. They're blue for his That's dad. That's nice. And, I like that. And, <laughs> but when uh in that garden fight, when the mother takes control of them, they turn orange for a minute. Wow. Oh, she has control over them and then she and then they go back to Yeah, I didn't even notice uh, that. Uh when Wu and he like they turn back blue. Nice. Yeah. I didn't notice that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And then she also had that signature move where she swept around behind. Swept the leg. Yeah. Like that circle when she was starting. And then when Shang-Chi did it, we're like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. he's learned. He's unlocked mm. his Tao Lo powers. With the help of the dragon. The Great Protector. Yeah. The Great Protector. Yeah. Uh, who has a problematic name in the comments. Yes, <laughs> it does. Any other fights? trying to remember anything else but those are the ones that stood out to me yeah there were there were no fights i didn't like yeah um, yeah no i agree like, I yeah the bus one well. was the least oh the bus one was cool like I mean, there's yeah it was the... it was awesome the bus one was awesome but it was the least yeah i was surprised memorable. when it happened at the beginning of the movie because i remember it from the trailer and it just seemed like that would be like, like a, a big like a big like in the middle of the movie fight as opposed to like basically the first fight with yeah. shang all right. Uh, on a scale of Agent Coulson to Captain Marvel, where does Shang-Chi fall on the power slash usefulness scale when dealing with an Avengers level threat? All right. Pre-rings or post-rings? Yeah. Uh, I think as he is today. I think with rings. Oh. So he's going to have to be in your Hawkeye Black Widow area, right? Yeah, because you can still shoot him. Yeah, you can see he's still a, a good human. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't have any. But the rings can block a lot. He's of immortal, but he can die. Like he just he doesn't age. What if he takes the rings off? Yeah, though? if he takes the rings off, he will. I that, yeah. he'll take them off yeah. more. Yeah, because he's not a jerk. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, Hawkeye probably has a shield arrow or something that <laughs> he can use in, like the rings. He so. had a name. It was Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the. So the rings, I think, are just a fancy weapon. The only thing that maybe puts him a little bit above, like a Black Widow, is he can, I, I guess, do some airbending. Like he can. Well, do if he has the stuff. rings, right? Yeah. No way. No, he doesn't need the rings for that. Yeah, yeah, because he did it when he's he got was, a little magic or something. Yeah. yeah, when he was when he shot the rings into the dragon. Yeah, or yeah. the soul sucker. You know, I, I will put him a couple of steps forward of Hawkeye and Black Widow. I think I, he's certainly no Captain Marvel. He may be on the level of like total, like a Captain America, maybe as far as strength goes, like what he can bring to a fight. I don't know. Because he can basically do what his mom could do at the beginning of the movie, you know, and she didn't have rings. Yeah. But I mean, he, he received that magic from the protector. Even without the rings, he's got some magic going on. Yeah. So yeah. I think that puts him above any of your I don't know about a couple people. of steps, though. I'll, step and a half is as far down <laughs> as I'll go. Yeah. Definitely a full step, though. But again, I would probably I wouldn't put Captain America and uh Bucky that far above Black Widow. They're super. Huh? They they could punch a hole through her head if they really wanted to. She could she could get that done if she needed to. Not anymore. 
Or so you think. No, no, I'm pretty sure she's done <laughs> in the MCU now. Nah. Sadly. I mean, I, that sinks. But they did kill her. So. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, everybody. I mean. Um, I just no, rewatched that movie. It was really good. I give him a solid. Uh, so, where would you put like? Uh, what would number wise? Where would you put like? This is your scale. Yeah. So, Captain Marvel and like probably Captain Marvel is she's a ten, a hundred, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a ten. Okay, a ten. Five, ten. Ten's easier. Where would you put Captain America? I would put Captain America at a five. So just inherently, I would give him a six because I like him more than you do. <laughs> like so, I and you put, don't like to agree with me. And I would put on Shang, principle. So, so then I'm putting Shang Chi at a five. Yeah, I would do Captain America, Bucky. Um, I put him on the same level as Iron Man. I mean, with obviously with the suit, it's not like you can take. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. Iron Iron Man may be a little bit more because he has a lot of weapons and he will kill you. Yeah, he don't care. So will Bucky. And Captain will Captain America will if he has to, but Black Widow and Hawkeye, I'm putting them at like threes. I think that's fair. I mean, so Shang Chi's he's on a Captain America level, like maybe a little, maybe a hair higher, just because of that inherent magic he has. Yeah, I would. He's super. I don't know. I would go lower than Captain America. I think. Yeah. Because you're right, Captain America, like. You can pretty much kill him. Like you can, you can do Nobody a lot of things did. to him that will make. I'll him tell you what, die. he should be higher than all of them because he didn't hit through. What about a Sam? Where does Sam go? If Black Widow and well Hawkeye are three, he's got to be on the Sam's same level. As, he's on no, he's on the same level, just a hair below Iron Man because he won't kill. But he's all machine too. Sam? Yeah. No, he just has those wings. Yeah, that's all he has. Yeah, so he's low. Like I think he's down below. I, I no, think, but with the wings, he's way better than Hawkeye. Or no, with the wings, even with the wings, Black Widow would kill him. I just one hundred. I don't know about. You can that. make like a wing shield. Yeah, well, yeah, wing she sh- can get wing through shield. That. She can get through. And that. I wish we had a video podcast because Michael put his <laughs> hands above his in front of his face. Well, that was very, well anyway, Shang Chi's up there. He's he's definitely in your top fifty uh, percent. Mm, low tier. No, I love absolutely not. No, <laughs> he's in my upper tier. I, I could go as high as seven. I feel like most of them seven. Don't. I could go as high as seven because he rode a dragon. Who hasn't ridden a dragon? Everybody else. Seven, six and a half. That's my. That's my. Answer. Not a lot of the characters have powers. Yeah, it's true. They all rely on technology. He has powers and super rings now. Yeah, and a pretty cool suit. Yeah, I like a suit. Dragon yeah, scale. It was nice. Well, where do you put Quill? He had that celestial power. Well, he doesn't anymore. Yeah, that's true. Now oh, he's the, got guns. Oh, that arrow thing. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have that. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> what's his name? Um, that has that. Uh, well, Z- it was Yondu, uh, Yondu. but now it's uh, yeah, what's, um, Kraglin? Kraglin, yeah. yeah. James <laughs> Gunn's brother. <laughs> that's, that's who has it. Taser face. <laughs> Taser face. All right. Question five. Shang-Chi's sister, Shaolin, runs an underground fight arena thing where we see a Black Widow fight an extremist, Wong fight Abomination, and Shang-Chi fight uh, Shaolin. What other fight pairings from the MCU would you like to see? Before I answer that, what is going on with Wong and Abomination? I want to know more about them just hanging out, leaving together. Yeah, there's yeah, some... Like, are they pals? It's There's some... 
Uh, if you look at when Wong opens the portal uh, after they leave the fight place, it looks like a holding facility. Oh, really? So the theory is uh, Wong is training Abomination to be some sort of like Dark Avenger type of thing. I bet Abomination will show up in whatever uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is doing. Can can he turn back into a human? Does anybody remember? A meal. Like, like Hulk? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. Probably. I don't want to be weird to just bring uh, him out. Well, I don't want to mention casting information. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the question again? Uh, pairings. Hmm. I, well, now that we've been talking about I it, want to see Bucky. I mean, not Bucky. I want to see uh, Black Widow uh, fight uh, Sam. Uh, Sam. Absolutely. She would win. Not she not. would win against Bucky. We'll never see it. <laughs> she would win against Bucky. Oh, she absolutely would not. Yes, no. she would. Maybe. She's real lucky. They've already fought. They did fight. Yeah. It was kind of a, he won. Knocked her out, I believe. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, or she, like, got away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, oh, There yeah. was some good fights. Well, he ambushed too. her. <laughs> well, that's true. He had the high ground, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll yeah. get you every time. Yeah. Like a fair fight in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cover over the pool. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. You got you use that. Too. Okay, well. But his arm will get all rusted. It's that's true. A, that's, a, that's a problem. Uh, and you better hope one of those, uh, uh, what are the, what's the name of the garden? Dora Milaje? Yeah. But I hope they're not there with their they seem to be secret on... arm decoding <laughs> oh, yeah. powers. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Oh, and it just falls off. <laughs> it which sure is does. Even, it's kind of funnier. No, that's the fight I want to see. Absolutely. I'll try. Let me think of another one. I'll go with Scott Lang and Hope. <laughs> As like with their, she'll kill him. With she'll their, kill him. But with their Ant-Man powers. Yeah, no, she'll yeah. kill him in any respect. I don't know. I think he's really good now. I would like to see a straight up fight rematch between Hulk and Thanos. No, no, uh, no, actually not true. Thanos and Captain Marvel without, um, with just a couple of gems or stones, not, uh, not the power. Just ones. one, whatever she has. What, yeah, what did she get her power space. from? Space. One, space. Yeah. yeah. You can have that one. Like, yeah. I think that would be a good fight. We need to see her like have more fights. We, we, she's never really besides Thanos. I mean, she just beat everybody up in her movie. Yeah. Her move is to just destroy ships. Yeah. She's good at it. Yeah. She's real good at it. She's a, uh, what do they call them? Capital vessel. <laughs> she's a capital ship. <laughs> she's not. She's not doing your dog fights. No. You know, I could go with. I could also go War Machine and uh, Sam Captain America. That would be kind of cool. Like Civil War too. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think War Machine will kill him. No. Because the Michael, only reason what will he do? <laughs> he, he did the hands in front of the. Face. Well, the <laughs> only reason that. Wing shield. <laughs> that, uh, Every time. <laughs> Cap was able to go toe-to-toe with Tony is because he had the super serum. But he had Bucky with him, too, by the way. Well, yeah. Like, so. So, well, like, but well, no. Sam's yeah. just a guy with wings. You act like he's, like, Kite Man from DC. He just <laughs> has a kite on his back. They're pretty good wings. They're good wings. They're great wings. And he has a It's drone. almost as good as Iron Man. That's not true. It's not anywhere I know, close I to know. as good as Iron Man. As soon as I said it, I know. I don't think either of you are going to convince each other. So. <laughs> are you saying move on? Yes. Okay. Um, anything else about Shaolin? Because um, this is the only question I have about her. And this oh, question isn't even her. about her. I want to know what's going on with her going forward, like reforming the Ten Rings. Do you That's think a, her and Sharon Carter, the power broker, Ooh. are like in I, cahoots or something? Like, I think there's definitely, she's sending Madripoor people over to this well, and fight club. What about Elaine, too? She's, she's in yeah. on everything, I think. 
Yeah? Yeah. What's her name again? Val. 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 Got it. I'm the Countess. She's, she's Baroness? Louis Dreyfus. Baroness, I think. Baroness. No, right? that's from G.I. Joe. Countess. Countess. Well, we'll find out more later. <laughs> yeah. I No, I, I, those three are all in cahoots. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> yeah. I liked her. I liked her uh, haircut. It was a good haircut. Um, yeah. She could probably hold her own with Black Widows. Yeah, it seemed like she was training Black Widows at the end, even though they weren't Black Widows. Yeah. I'm just more curious to see what's going to go on next with her. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I hope this isn't one of those dangling threads that Marvel doesn't go back to, which happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it'll depend how much interest there is. Sure. Well, they did say the Ten Rings will return. They did. But is it the rings, the physical rings, or, yes. or is it the army? They absolutely will, because that was the other post credit scene. <laughs> I mean, so. But they didn't say... Um, Shang Chi would return, which I thought was. Well, no, I read an uh, interview about that. Oh, um, because like, yeah, he'll obviously be back. But they said this. <laughs> <cooler>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll be back. We teased that in the mid-credit <laughs> sequence, you know. So yeah, they're like, no, it just sounded cooler, <laughs> which they're right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Wen Wu, Shang Chi's Shang Chi's father, had a pretty compelling story slash motivation for his actions in the movie. What do you think of his arc, and how does it compare to other villains from the MCU? I don't think it was the big bad. We're going to talk about the big bad in a minute, but um, <laughs> he was definitely the villain. Yeah, and very he was. complicated. He was very complicated, and I'm still more. I, I would like to know more about how he wooed his wife. Um, that fight dance. I understand that, but then they just kind of like they were fighting to the death. Quote at that point, you know, because he's trying to go in and. Whatever. What was he trying to do? He's trying to get access to Talo. For what though? For the power? Because yeah. he's just—he's a mad power. It was the only place left on Earth that he couldn't conquer. Yeah. So he went from like, like, like those memes when it's like, uh, you know, like um, Thor in uh, Thor and Dark World, where he's like the big, uh, big strong guy, and then Thor in uh, Ragnarok, where he's just like uh, a little pussy cat <laughs> or whatever. He turned on a dime at that point and then turned back. It just, that was a little weird, you know, like, oh. Yeah, it seems like all was forgiven real quick. Yeah. Well, like who knows how a fast. A thousand years of yeah, he was he was a conquest. Power mad, crazy person. Yeah. And then, nah, he seems nice yeah. now. Let's, we'll go out, we'll read this book under this waterfall. It'll be fine. Just put it's the rings nice away. Waterfall. Yeah. And then he puts the rings away and then immediately puts them back on. I, Immediately. It wasn't immediately. Well, it, was, yeah. it was like five years. It was after years. his wife died. Yeah, like 10 years. It was murdered. 10 years tops. Still. <laughs> Six and a half, Michael. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my only issue with him. Like, it was like, oh, we're setting up a real, oh, this guy. All right. Like, he just, you know, it was a little weird in the middle. Um, yeah. I got his motivations, and then he just went crazy, um, which happens with a lot of these Marvel villains. He could have been a lot better, is my point. I don't think he just went crazy. Like he started he, hearing dead people that weren't there, and everybody in the world like, no, he's crazy. Yeah, but he's it was also. A dragon or but whatever. he was hearing it though. Yeah, I he know, was hearing it, and it, he's been to this magical realm with all this magical stuff. Well, no, he didn't go in. Well, he's been to the door doorway, well, and there was I've, all that magic there. I've been and, to a Ferrari dealership. I'm not getting in the car. I don't think it's the same thing. That's. It's not. It's good enough. <laughs> it's like going to. It's like uh, going across the lake to the Magic Kingdom and not going in. 
Like, oh, that That's was a nice worst. little trip uh, across Seven Seas Lagoon, but I'll just go get back on the monorail now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think he just went crazy. I think they laid it out pretty well. Well, I think they laid it out fine. I just didn't, it didn't compel me to be, I thought I, compared to other villains. Yeah. He, he compared to a lot of the other weaker villains in the MCU, in my opinion. I don't agree. Yeah. I liked him. What I thought was interesting about him was the middle section because the move, the opening shot of the movie or the opening scene in the movie, you see how bad he is. Like he's conquering whatever that place was. And then, they talk about history or whatever. But then when you first actually meet him in the movie, like in present day, like he kind of seems like a nice guy, except the fact yeah. that he like lured his brother and sister to steal their like pendants. But like he's, he wants to bring the family back together. Like, and, and he, he seems like the quote unquote rational person when they're sitting around the, the, yeah. the dinner table or whatever. And it's like, Oh, well that's an interesting way to take. Cause I mean, I knew he was a villain still, but it was mm-hmm. like an, interesting, but he wasn't villainous. Yeah, like he obviously had like his um he was driven by uh power. Yeah, the power and like it had it had consumed him to the point and then add that to the fact that this dweller in the darkness is like reaching out to him. Well he had a brief respite of how many years where he That's wasn't like 10, yeah. power mad and crazy. Yeah. And then he went back to that. Yeah. So it's like Yeah, all right. No, probably when he was a teenager too. Well, yeah. Did it say when he got the rings? About a thousand years ago. Yeah, just about. Was he an adult already? Did they say that? They didn't, yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked him as a villain more than a lot of the other villains because he was related to the main character too. Yeah. There was like a personal, like a personal stake. Yeah. Um, kind of the same way like the Thanos and Gamora. Like there was like a relationship there that was more than these two people just met and they hate each other. It yeah. was like, there was like a, mm-hmm. like a past to them. And with uh, Shang-Chi and his father, it was weird because there had been, been such a gap in their like relationship. Yeah. Um, from when what he did, left. What did Nebula do to Thanos? <laughs> I don't like know. how bad of a kid was she? Like, I don't even, I don't, I think I he mean, just didn't like the color. victim blaming. Will. I don't, Hey, I, he's, he's awful. I'm, I'm not. He just didn't like the color just, blue. He yeah, preferred well, green. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what his issue was, but like, it was awful. Yeah, I thought they did a good job of developing Wenwu. Um, I think he's sort of on the level of a, a Thanos Killmonger. No, um, as far as story development. Oh, um, no. And uh, actually, I think he's better than Killmonger. But um, uh, uh, Batman, Michael Keaton, Joker. Yeah. Um, like that type of level Vulture? and not on the, <laughs> yeah. And, and not on the, <laughs> uh, Joker, <laughs> I thought we were just doing word association. <laughs> uh, and not like a, um, uh, the bad guy from Dr. Strange who like, he was just, he had weird eyes. Oh, yeah. No, 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 the guy no, with the, the weird eyes. Yeah. Uh, um, Kaecilia. Yeah. yeah. Matt yeah. Mickelson. Yeah. He was just, he's no, um, what was the guy in Iron Man? Um, businessman. Um, Again, another weak Marvel villain. Like, yeah. you know. He's not there, but I, I would I would again put him about a six and a half, maybe a seven. Yeah, I um, feel like they've just been doing a very good job recently, more recently, of developing the the bad guys. Yeah, I don't think it's as so. good as I, I agree with that. I don't think it's as good as Thanos. Um just Thanos was more of a 
There was more drama to them. Yeah. <laughs> but you got his motivation. You get Wen Wu's motivation. Yeah. Like Wen Wu. Not really. You do. The reason that he goes I to I get it. I just Tao don't think it's, it's certainly not as good as Thanos. But so think like, about it. If you lost your wife. Sure. And. I can't find her. <laughs> and a. Um, Are you hearing her call out? <laughs> some demon uh-huh. convinces you uh-huh. that her soul is trapped somewhere. That's what demons do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like you can feel her and and all of that, and sure. she's calling to you to save her. You would do whatever you could to save sure, her. I would. Like if that happened to Michael, <laughs> I'm calling to you. Yeah. <laughs> if Michael's like, I can hear you. Will there's dragons. Michael dies, and and he's like, Will. Well, this is getting the dark, podcast huh? needs you or needs me. Come save me. You would do anything I you could. I, I agree with to all this. Save I do. But here's my problem with this: was just initially he just had too much. If he didn't have that thousand years before, <laughs> I think I would have a lot more sympathy. Yeah, for that this is guy. a little. That was a bit much. It's it's it that part is. Kind of Anakin and the younglings. Spoilers take, for take out. Forget it. <laughs> take out that part, and I agree a hundred percent with everything you say. Yeah, and I agree with you. I just it did nothing for me because it's like, well, this guy's been power mad for a thousand years, and then he meets his lady, meets his lady, and he's like, nah, I'm cool now, and she's like, nah, you're cool now. I wonder, do we know how much she actually knew about him? I don't know. He probably she was telling the story. Oh yeah, uh, at right. the beginning. So yeah, I, I just that, that she was, knows that was too much for me. <laughs> where it kind of takes the shine off a little bit yeah. for me. Like uh, it just. But he was also like, I guess parenthood changes people, right? They say sure. And uh, and when he was training his son to become an assassin, sure, he <laughs> seemed to, kind of, yeah. to love him. And you well, know, that just, was after he was, like, just threw his, his daughter out for time. the garbage. But that was after his wife died, so that was part yeah. of his. Yeah. Back so like to, it was still there. Yeah. Deep down. And then he started hearing voices from a giant dragon or whatever. Oh, soul that sucker. one wasn't a dragon. Yeah, we'll get to that. There's one soul dragon. sucker. Yeah. Dweller in the darkness. What? Again, we'll get there. <laughs> All right. Aside from the Shu family, we meet some pretty fun side characters in Shang-Chi. What did you think of the supporting cast and characters? And I'm going to start with... I swear uh, if you don't say Aquafina. <laughs> I'm going to start with... I am an Aquafina fan. Yeah. And this movie Water sustains life. This movie uh not only has Michelle Yeoh who I am delighted whenever she graces my screen, mm-hmm. but also an Aquafina combo and it was delightful. And furthermore, they did a little Olafing with Aquafina in the first trailers, and I thought she was going to be super annoying, but she was super delightful. Oh, did she I? was I funny when she was like funny. She was serious when she was serious. She did a great job, and who knew, and she became like a part, like an Avenger, basically. Like she's part of the like the team now. Like that seems Jr. like a stretch. Like, it was well, a she, stretch. She killed the dark dweller in the darkness. Okay. Listen, uh, is Shuri a? An Avenger because according yeah. to this podcast, she's yeah. the greatest Avenger. <laughs> well, not a, like Shuri's on the team, so like I would consider Katie on the team. Like yeah. Katie doesn't even make the scale. I thought Katie would just be like the the comic side relief, but she would have nothing to do with like yeah. the saving. You know, whatever had to be saved before we saw the movie. Yeah. Um, so I was I, I was surprised that I she, liked her more than Shang Chi <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> she was more compelling to me at times. Like, I mean, he was. His family's real interesting, and he was cool. But what yeah. else is he like? I we didn't learn a ton about him. 
Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Captain Marvel, like, you know, in, in her movie. Like, I assume we'll more, learn more later, but like, it's just because they're the title doesn't mean they're the most interesting character. Aquafino is the most interesting character in this movie, in my opinion. Actually, the father was because I want to know more. About <laughs> yeah, the, the father was years. way more interesting. Like the thousand years, and you can just turn Michelle Yo. How's she doing all that What's stuff? She's in- more interesting yeah, than Aquafina. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I like that. I, was, I don't know what is. I don't know anybody's name, but that guy who taught Aquafina how to shoot arrows. That was pretty cool. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he was Mr. Just a, Magoo. Yeah, he was just a grumpy guy who was cool. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the Mandarin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trevor. Yeah, Trevor Slattery. Uh, okay, I'm going to say something that is not popular on the internet right now. The little What was the little dog thing? Morris? Yeah, I don't like that at all. Take your... Take, I don't, I, get out I, of this I, house. I did nothing what for me. What like about him? Creepy without ice. Just but, creeps me out. But that's like a Chinese thing that... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, it did nothing for me. I, 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 I didn't so, like it. It sounds like you don't like any of the non-human characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. That is true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Face or no face. <laughs> Morris was adorable. He was fun. He was the best. He, he guided them through the maze. I think... He was better than everybody else in that movie. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. I, Trevor, it was nice to see him again. <laughs> and it's nice that Ben Kingsley was in it. <laughs> But it didn't do a lot for me either. Like the joke wore a little thin. The the only joke that was really good is when he was playing dead. Actually, <laughs> like that was the the part. Like okay, it all. I like the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, stuff. that was, that was yeah, okay. <laughs> that was funny. It absolutely was. Um, but when he started, when he was doing his like, I'm a Shakespearean. Like I don't, yeah, I don't stop. Move on. It also is kind of dumb because they would have killed him immediately. Like in my head, in my yeah. head canon. Like stop pretending to be Ten Rings Mandarin. Like you're dead. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. Anyway. But yeah, but the playing dead was pretty funny. And when they got in Razor Fist car and they opened the door and he was in the front seat yeah. and they go, he was like, "Do you mind not getting sick in the back?" Yeah, there was some good comic relief, but I could have used some more Aquafina comic relief at that point too. I'm just saying, he stole some of her fun. Yeah, she provided the comic relief for the first half of the movie, and then he provided the comic relief for the second half of the movie. Yeah, when she got serious, which yeah. is when I like the first. She half turned of the into movie a dragon better. archer. All of a sudden, yeah, that was a bit. That's a, a long shot. There's, they're also in a magical realm, so you don't know, like... That's true. It is magic world. Yeah. I understand They're in that. another dimension. But... They're not in this world. That's my whole point. This movie took a turn where I didn't like it. I liked it fine, <laughs> like, overall, but I liked it a lot more before they went to... What's that place called? Tallow. Tallow. Tallow, yeah. All right. So, speaking of... Question eight. The Big Bab was a super soul sucker who, I guess, was trying to eat every soul on Earth... Will, what do you think of the big bad? <laughs> and was this one of Dr. Facilier's friends on the other side? It was hot garbage. Dweller in darkness. It was hot garbage. And it didn't, it looked weird. It did just, look weird. And just not that menacing to me. It, it, like just, it smelled bad. It just looked big and <laughs> ugly. And it was one of the weakest Marvel villains I've ever seen. Like just big giant monster. You know how in Star Trek and Star Wars, they like take an ice cream maker and glue stuff to it? Yeah. <laughs> um, or a razor and glue stuff to it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of like that. The Dweller in Darkness seemed like they took the files from Avatar from the Banshees <laughs> and glued some stuff on it. <laughs> and what, what is it? What is this a uh, big demon? Demon monster yeah. that's. That wants to suck all the souls of the everybody in the. And what were those little planet. things? Those were the soul cat. Like they would go out and get the souls to feed the yeah. dweller in the darkness. 
which I re- thought was really cool. Like the way they visualized it. I, I, I like, like where they're going. They like cool. The person would immediately die, and then you'd see them carrying like the soul back yeah. and drop it in the mouth of the yeah the thing. Like I just thought that was a cool cool idea. The movie lost me <laughs> at that point I, when when Shang Chi's fighting his father in front of the thing, and I was like, "Don't let it out. I don't want to see this." Like, oh, you know they're letting it out. I knew they were going to let it out, but a lot of movies in the old days they wouldn't let it out because of it. That's too expensive. <laughs> we're not doing that. You would have seen like a head or something like, oh no, no, because we can't do CGI. But now, just because you can do something, maybe you shouldn't. Because it did. I'm sorry, it did nothing for me. And then they allow. Then there's that happy dragon or whatever that they all of a sudden learn how protector. to fly. The or great whatever. protector. Okay. They didn't I, fly him. <laughs> he let them ride. He gave him a lift. Cool. They talked about like how the and then Aquafina off the street can just kill him. I sorry, man, it, it lost me there. I loved her, but all of a sudden she's an archer after like four hours. No, it aim at nothing. It'd right. have been a day. Apologies. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a good line. Uh, I do love that she was like yesterday. I had never even shot a bow and arrow. Yeah, and yeah, that's I, why I was thinking like maybe the, in this realm, like stuff comes like more naturally yeah. to people. Like they're all skilled at like whatever they're doing. Um, well, cause there's like other creatures there, like, like pivot tables. Yeah. You can that, also that say one like, guy at the pivot table <laughs> with her driving skills. She has some good hand eye coordination already. Sure. So <laughs> it was dumb. I'm that's sorry. A, it was just kind of dumb. I, I don't necessarily mind the, that she's the one that shot the arrow. Um, I just don't think she that bow would have enough power to get that far. <laughs> well, it certainly was because that in the thing Hobbit. was really far up, and Magic she bow. was off of the off the water a little bit. Yeah, I. It just it kind of it kind of just got turned into a big CGI fight that just did nothing for me at that point. Like, and I didn't hate it; it just did nothing like for me. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, let's get this over so we can have the the recap. <laughs> when we watched it again. Last night, um, it was pretty short, that part. And, yeah, surprisingly short. Yeah. And, like, I can totally get the, like, if you're not into two giant monsters being the big final fight scene, um, I could see where you'd be like, I don't need this. This is nothing. Well, what unless is this? that's the movie. <laughs> yeah. Because Godzilla versus Kong, I enjoyed that fight, yeah. but I knew what I was in for. <laughs> but it would be like, or, or People like you would say. How dare you? <laughs> it would be like um, watching uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. And then the big final scene was Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? And, well, this is cool, but <laughs> this Snow is not White, Snow White riding Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the, the evil witch turns into King Kong. What? What's no, happening? the evil witch doesn't turn into King no, Kong. No, just I'm trying here. Well, like, I mean, it's kind of like Sleeping Beauty. The witch turns into a yeah, dragon. Yeah, that last, like, but literally see, that, a dragon. That, that, like, that draws a line from that stake to this other stake. This is yeah. like... Maleficent uh, has been awful the whole time. here's King Kong and Godzilla. Yeah, in Snow White. Like, yeah. Now, the fantastical elements, that's one thing. Yeah. But it turns into King Kong versus Godzilla, and that's not what I signed up for here. Yeah, the best maybe, parts of this movie is when they were fighting using just martial arts fights with each other, like Shang Chi versus his father. That was there were stakes there. It was cool. Like yeah. there was emotion. There was also magic. Yeah, I agree. I like the Harry Potter movies, <laughs> but like you know, 
Harry and Voldemort didn't conjure up uh, Godzilla <laughs> yeah. and King Kong at the end. They fought each other. <laughs> they did whipped cream, like some sort of weird, like yeah. foam thing. <laughs> just, yeah, just, I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, I could, I mean, I could totally see that criticism. I, I didn't still mind like it. it. I didn't mind it, but like, I, I could see where people would be like, what, what are we doing here? Because like, it also, there was never a check off soul sucker or anything in the beginning of the movie. Like, uh, maybe if Wenwu had fought it. And and put it behind in the thousand years or whatever, killed it, and then it was like luring out to kill him. But then I'm unpredictable. I liked how this. I liked the 180 turn. Like it it was a demon. Oh, you know what else I didn't like? Just like yeah, sorry to interrupt, but everybody except when who knows like. Oh, that's a big, big giant monster back there. Let's, <laughs> everybody, even his guys are like, oh, well, he was blinded know. by his love. I understand, but it was just like everybody knows except him. And it's just like, dude, buddy, this, this is a big giant monster. That's all it is. <laughs> well, luckily we have Aquafina with a bow and arrow over here. She learned yesterday. Yeah. Magic. I was going to say that uh, you don't hit all dragons because you like Elliot from Pete's Dragon. I love him so much. <laughs> The Gogans were a better villain than this giant dragon, the soul sucker. Uh, In addition to a multiversal time war between WandaVision, Shang-Chi, and Doctor Strange and Wong being seemingly everywhere all the time, MCU is ramping up its mystical fantasy side. What are you excited or are you excited about this direction and how far do you think they'll push it? Now, can I say something in my defense? What? I hated the crap and the end of this movie, but I'm super excited about the fantastical, mystical elements going forward. This is all very exciting to me, as long as there's just not a, a giant monster at the end that yeah, means I, nothing. No, it sounds like you'd be fine with a giant monster if you if 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 it was earned. If, yeah, well, Doctor <laughs> Strange and the multiverse of madness. Yeah, okay. I mean, like whatever yeah. it happens now, like Wanda versus Doctor Strange, possibly, and they conjure up some dragons. Cool. You know, I don't know. Or just a big giant version. Yeah, I guess Dormammu, the giant floating head, like he was still driving eye makeup the whole time. Yeah. What? Like he was driving. Yeah. Yeah. And that was also not a big, this was also a predictable, like, you know, fight. Like Dr. Change versus Dormammu was really interesting how he defeated him. Like that was cool. But I'm excited about the direction, honestly. Um, How far they'll push it? Oh, I've not. They're going to get weird <laughs> in this phase. Yeah, I think it's super interesting. Like, the the movies are kind of going towards, like, the magical stuff. Uh, well, in one... Yeah, the movies seem like that. But then we also have this, like, Kang the Conqueror multiverse war uh, yeah. thing. So, like, I wonder if this is, like, phase four and five, or... But there's also... Then you also have the elements of... Like galactic beings that are yeah. like beyond our comprehension. When you have like the the mortals and like those people that created celestials or whoever that yeah. created them, yeah. like like it seems like they're gonna possibly be part of. The well, MCU we kind of I, I feel like we kind of opened that up with like your guardians, yeah. Captain Marvel, like that whole thing, like took so, us into space. Yeah, they went from like Earth to space, and that we went from space to magic. Yeah. And then magic to like time stuff. Yeah. That seems to be like the trajectory. Multiverse. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all being. No, they can connected. literally do anything now. Yeah. That's what they're exciting. setting up. Like, yeah, we can do whatever we want now. Like they've been doing whatever they wanted since they got a talking tree over. Like, <laughs> all right. And a talking raccoon. Like, yeah, okay. I'm in. Whatever. <laughs> like, it's fine. I was listening to the Weekly Planet and they were like, 
they could for the next 10 years release absolute garbage and would still be fine. Yeah. Probably for 10 years. Yeah. It would still make $500 million each just yeah. from the opening weekend and like worldwide. Yeah. Cause then, we'd all be like, oh, well, the next one will be the good. Yeah. They'll, like, they they had finally a had a, here, yeah, they had a, they finally yeah. had a bad one, yeah. but now they're, they're due. Track. I mean, <laughs> they haven't had a bad movie and that's insane. Uh, Thor the Dark World. It's not bad. With like a word. It's not bad. It is bad. Rise of Skywalker would like a word. Thor the Dark World <laughs> yeah. is way better than Rise of Skywalker. No. All right. I, and I think so. <laughs> finally, what seeds planted or threads woven in Shang-Chi are you most excited about for further exploration? And what ideas do you have about where they may go? Mine are the rings. The I want to learn more about the rings because that after credit scene with Wong really intrigued me in the beacon yeah 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 it, I, I also want to know more about hulk's arm if it's ever going to get better um because oh, it was yeah. in a sling again as and he can go back to bruce now what's happening with with hulk now that's what i want to know i guess too. we'll find she hulk maybe yeah. maybe yeah i was curious about that but yeah. the rings the rings are and the 10 rings like we said earlier the organization i think that might be on a smaller scale for maybe one of our shows or something yeah um, yeah. Oh, yeah i can the, see that being a show the actual rings that's gonna play in like it's a beacon for something like that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and but what it would seem like it would have to be something good because the beacon started when the good guy used the rings. We don't know that. Yeah, huh? It said the uh, first time you Shang Chi used it, we felt the power in. Since he wasn't uh, using it for evil or whatever, right? You know? Like yeah, so that, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean everything's uh, connected and Comertage and like the. The sorcerers are connected to the universe. Yeah. Didn't know who Thanos was, but I mean, that's still kind of weird. But like, you know, yeah, that's well, he was new at being the sorcerer. It's supreme. true. Wong should have known. Yeah. He probably didn't know. He just, you didn't see that part. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's who's a, Thanos. That's a really good point. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanos. I know him. <laughs> that's my Benedict Cumberbatch's American. <laughs> that's concept. really, really bad. Nah, this is it. <laughs> that's, that's awful. It's very broad. Broad. Michael's right. It's the rings. That's the answer. Um, yeah, that. And I want to see how... I want to see where Shang-Chi and Katie show up next. Like, I'm really curious, yeah. like, what they're... Beyond, like, their own movies, like, what is their role going to be in the can, MCU? I, I love Aquafina, but so far, she's plucky and can shoot a bow and arrow in Talo. I don't know if she can she do can, it everywhere else. She can drive really well. She can drive. Maybe she'll be on the Hawkeye show. But I'm sorry if she like popped up on the field <laughs> out of the out of the uh, the swirly things and of end game like oh she's gonna die real quick. Yeah. Well, maybe she's in training now. I like, see. Yeah, I agree. But you know, she need she needs to level up a bit. <laughs> like yeah. at least Shuri has those. Yeah. Yeah. She's, Shooters. Yeah. She's that wasn't her first war either. No. You know, like. But she no, Katie needs to level up before we see her again in any kind of bigger yeah anything. I think she's gonna be hanging out with Ned in the back. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Ned wasn't there. Come on, huh? Ned wasn't there. No, either. in the back of the the school library. No, and I want to see Shang Chi level up too. Like start to learn more about his powers and that kind of stuff too. That's gonna be really cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, and that was ten questions about Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Best thing ever for me. Oh, yeah. Best thing ever or garbage? Best thing ever, 100% for me. I think Will thinks it's garbage, but he's not going to say it. I, I, don't think, I don't think it's garbage. Is it your Hercules? And I don't think Thor Dark World <laughs> is garbage either. I don't think there's a garbage Marvel movie. Thor Dark World. It's not. It's not. Incredible Hulk is the worst Marvel movie. 
actually. In no. my opinion. Not in my opinion. Well, yeah. I haven't fallen asleep in Thor Dark World every... I mean, uh, in... Have you seen Incredible Hulk again? Yeah. No. It's not Yeah, great. we recently did a, it's not a rewatch. Uh, I, I, it's best thing ever, but it's not the best Marvel movie that ever. That was part of my unemployment. It was Marvel yeah. movies and uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a bad Marvel movie, so it's best thing ever. And yeah. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I didn't love it. I really hope we never have a like a bat like I hope there's never a Marvel movie where it's just like ooh that was bad like there's some really good stuff in all of those movies yeah like even Thor Dark World there's some good stuff in there um and there's great stuff yeah in I feel Shang like the Chi. convergence at the end again it had a bad ending there's nothing uh, to me that didn't do anything of what at Thor Dark World no like where everything was. Like reality was weird or something. I thought that yeah. was cool. I think I like this. Uh, Once they got back to Earth, yeah, I I think the whole thing's fine. Like I don't even hate Iron Man two. Like I I think there's some good stuff in there too. Iron Man two's whips. Yeah, but not really. That's not what it's about. Like Justin Hammer's awesome. Yeah. Like you know, and Iron Man. It's more of a. It's about you know, Iron Man, and it was like kind of the fake addiction storyline. But you know, like yeah, and there was a Ten Rings agent in that movie yeah and he learned about himself like that that's why that movie is probably a little underrated in my opinion um and thor dark world's fine but and shang chi was amazing until the last act i just didn't care about the last act but then as soon as the fight was over i was absolutely back in again. <laughs> did like, you like it did you like tello at all or was it just when the like the it was when the fight started the demons came out yeah and stuff? And it was just like this is very paint by numbers at this point oh we have a good dragon to fight the bad dragon too okay. <laughs> what's a dragon <laughs> whatever like it, it's a, what it like what is it demon it's a demon <laughs> cool <laughs> At least that's that's what they said. They said it was a it was an Ekron. It <laughs> was it's not an Ekron. Ekron would have made because those yeah, whatever. <laughs> I liked it until the end, but I love the post credits. Yeah, and when they went to karaoke. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. It <laughs> was great. I love it when they do stuff like that. So, uh, so um, that uh, Hotel California, like a weapon of confusion. Mm-hmm. It's what Quill did with the dance off to that's save true. the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which again, on paper, is just a how that got filmed. And somebody goes, I don't know, man. Yeah. No, I'm going to film it. It's going to be cool. It'll be fine. Just, yeah. All right. Uh, check us out on the internet at www.tfppodcast.com. Make sure you put it HTTP colon slash slash before that. Uh, we're on Instagram and Reddit at slash TFP podcast and Twitter at TFP underscore podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcatcher. We have some pretty awesome t-shirts at shop.tfppodcast.com. And we have some exclusive Patreon-only content that's available to you if you support the show on patreon.com slash tfppodcast. That is all I got. Anything else? I don't like dragons, apparently. Bring on the Eternals. Thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon. (laughs) 